Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina and I'm your host. This week I'm super excited because I'm kind of doing something a little bit different and I'm interviewing somebody who is much younger than me, much younger than any other guest I have ever had. I'll explain that all in a second, but first I just wanted to remind you guys about Thrive Market's amazing offer that they are giving podcast listeners this month so you can get a free 15 ounce jar of organic coconut oil with your first purchase if you go to thrivemarket.com slash actuallyadultish and if you guys don't know about Thrive you need to use it anyone who follows me on social media knows I love Thrive Market and it's how I stock up on all of my favorite food items and home care items basically You go online and you shop and they deliver it straight to your door and the prices are way cheaper than at the grocery store so I can get the same brands because you know how picky I am about food and companies and ingredients. A lot of those products are more expensive but Thrive doesn't mark them up the way that the grocery store does and it has all my favorite brands on there. Like Primal Kitchen, Kettle on Fire, Wild Planet, 7th Generation, and so many more. You can get items for your home, like cleaning supplies or personal care items, you know, shampoo, conditioner, soap, all of that, and food, of course. So you're saving a lot of money. It's really convenient because it's just straight to your door and you can shop online. And that's how I keep my pantry stocked, especially with all the baking I've been doing recently. If you haven't seen, I have been doing quite a bit of recipe testing. So I gotta say stocked up. So if you haven't checked out Thrive Market, check it out and go to thrivemarket.com slash actuallyadultish to get your free jar of coconut oil because coconut oil is the pantry staple of all pantry staples. I cannot tell you how much coconut oil I go through in a week it's a lot because I use it for everything. I use it for cooking. I cook basically everything in it. And you can also use it to take off your makeup. You can use it as a moisturizer. I put it on my legs after I shave. As I've said before, you can do a million things with it. You can use it as a hair mask if you're adventurous. All sorts of fun things. You can also make lip balm out of it. Okay, getting off track. Just go to Thrive Market, get your free coconut oil, and thank me later. So, Now that I've reminded you about that offer, let's talk about my amazing guest for today. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this. Her name is Olivia Vela, and she is in middle school in Arizona. She's going to be an eighth grader next year. She just got off school for summer break, so just finished her seventh grade year, and Let me just give a little backstory. So maybe last week, my friend Les from The Balanced Berry, who has been on the podcast a few times, love you Les, she sent me the link to a Facebook video and or a video on Facebook and it was from um, some news station. I don't know what news station, but it was this girl, this girl in middle school giving this monologue all about just feeling this pressure to be perfect every day and, you know, bullying at school and getting torn down by other kids and self, 
worth and it really it brought me to tears and really spoke to me and I posted it in the actually adultish podcast Facebook group and a bunch of people commented and I think it just it was really powerful to hear somebody that age talking about what it's like to be in middle school and I think so many of us had that same experience so many of us dealt with bullying and feeling like we weren't good enough and being depressed and scared to go to school and anxious and it's really sad and it's something that I'm really passionate about and I don't know how to change it. I don't know what I can do to end the cycle, but if there's anything I can do, I want to help and I think we all need to help to end that because I don't want other kids to feel the way that I felt in middle school and I don't want other kids to be bullied and I'm sure a lot of you listening feel the same way and so I reached out to Olivia's teacher who then told me to reach out to her mom and then I basically asked if I could talk to her and I wanted to bring her on the podcast and sort of get more people to first of all watch the video if they haven't already seen her monologue or heard it I want people to and just, you know, open this conversation up a little bit more because it's a really important conversation to be had and it's really important for us to talk to the other generations to see what we can do because I don't want my kids to go to school feeling like that. I don't want anyone to. So that's basically what happened and I had a really, really great conversation with her. It was really eye-opening for me. And afterwards I cried and she is wise beyond her years. I told her that. And she's very brave and the monologue's incredible. If you haven't already listened to it or seen it, we will post it on the Facebook page and it's posted in the Facebook group. And I'm sure you could just Google it. Google it, Olivia Vela, a monologue. It's all over the news. So, and I'll also link to it in the show notes so you can watch it directly. It's really amazing. She's a remarkable young lady, very smart, very wise, mature, so sweet and generous. And I admire her. I think she's amazing. I hope that you guys like this interview and you find it interesting. And I think that maybe we should figure something out from here that we can kind of just help. So yeah, here's the interview with Olivia. I hope you guys like it. Hello. Hi. Hi, is this Olivia? Yes. Hi, I'm Christina. Hello. Thank you so much for like letting me talk to you. I have so many questions for you. Thank you for taking the time to do this yeah of course so first of all so this is going to be like going have you ever listened to a podcast before um i think so yeah they're kind of like radio shows but like not on the radio you know and no commercials or anything but i want maybe maybe not everybody who is going to be listening to this will have seen your video before um but most of them ha- will have, but 
Why don't you, can you like introduce yourself a little bit? Say your name, like where you're from, where you go to school, how old you are. Okay. My name is Olivia Bella. I am 13 years old. I go to Queen Creek Middle School and I live in Mesa, Arizona. Great. Have you, did you grow up in Mesa? Um, we've lived in multiple spots of the country. Um, we, we, yeah. Okay. And you, I think I read, did you just transfer to the school that you go to now? Uh, yeah, I transferred in the middle of the seventh, my seventh grade school year. Okay. And that was, was that this most recent school year? So you're going into eighth grade? Yep. Oh, fun. Congrats. That's a big year. <laughs> it's I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be. No, it's good. It's good. Um, so have you like have you had a lot of people reaching out to you to talk about your poem? Yeah, yeah. I my mom like almost wakes me up every morning. Like, look what this person said. Look what this person said. Oh my gosh, is that like exciting for you, or is it overwhelming, or how do you feel? Overwhelmed in a good way. <laughs> good. That's good. Um, it's really amazing what I absolutely loved it. You like I my friend sent the video to me and I started crying. It was amazing. So good job. Thank you. Um, so why don't you can you tell me about a little bit about like what what was the assignment? Um, the assignment was to write a monologue um, on something we were really passionate about something that we wanted to fix almost. Mm -hmm. um, so I basically just brain dumped all of my emotions onto a piece of paper and then took a month's worth of revising and editing and finally came out with the final piece. And what class was this for? This was for my writing class as a final. Okay, it was your final. What did other kids write about or talk about? Other kids um, talked about, I remember in particular, there's a girl that talked about how her parents got divorced. Um, another girl talked about being separated from her family. Um, I, there was even a pair of girls that talked about copying other work, copying work and how it was wrong. Um, but, and a lot of the monologues were about bullying and how that was wrong. Oh, really? That's interesting. How big is your class? I'd say there's about 25 kids in my class, but my teacher has like seven classes. Okay. How many people are in your grade? Um, I'd say about uh, 150. Oh, okay. Or, okay. Or maybe like 200. Okay. So, okay. Um, it's so basically, so it took you like, you said like a month to come up with? I, I wrote it in, um, a night, but I revised and edited it and memorized it over a month. How did he, or how did you like decide to write about that? Like, was it immediate or, um, did you know as soon as he assigned it that you wanted to talk about that or how did you like come up with that idea? Yes, that is exactly what happened. As soon as he mentioned the project and he assigned us to write something we were passionate about and something that kind of evoked feelings in us, I knew that I was going to write about this topic, um, which was basically self-worth and 
learning to love yourself and the challenges a teenager or adult faces every day. Um, it is something that I face every day, I know, and even at the end, that is a lesson that I'm still learning, and I hoped that this experience would be, kind of show me that I wasn't alone, yeah. that other people felt this way. Not that it's a good thing that other people feel this way, but just that feeling of being isolated from the crowd, like being ashamed of your feelings. It's, it added to the anxiety of going to school. Yeah, well, you're absolutely not alone at all. Um, had you, like, expressed those feelings to anyone else before you said them in your monologue? I, the only person I really think I told a majority of the time was my mom and occasionally my dad, but I would always tell my mom, like, everything about my day. I'd go home and tell her the good things and bad things, and she'd always be there to support me through it. That's amazing. Um, but you never talked about it with, like, any other classmates or friends? No. Um, yeah, I, I felt ashamed of how I felt. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Everybody feels that way, I can tell you from experience. But people just don't want to talk about it, and that's why it's so amazing that you were willing to like talk about that so openly um after after you gave your monologue what was your what was the response from your classmates i had people coming up to me in the hallway um in classes during lunch to just they just said that they liked my poem and that they felt the same way and so, most of the time, I didn't even know these people, but yeah, it was, it still struck me that, yeah, I wasn't alone. These people felt the exact same thing. Yeah. And had your, so did you have to like submit it in writing before you gave it, before you like gave the speech or, or was that the first time that even your teacher had heard it? Um, I had gone up to my teacher a month before and asked him, should I present this? And he read it, and he was like, yeah, I want you to present that. And um, uh, then he assigned, we, were, we turned it in a day before we were t told to present it. Um, yeah, but I had a rough draft that I memorized it on, mm -hmm. so I used, I used that. But I turned in the final copy the day before. Okay, so your teacher had read it earlier, so he knew what you were going to talk about. Yes. That's, so also, okay, who was recording it? Um, my teacher gave, like, I think a camera or his phone to a student, and she recorded it. Did he record everybody's? He recorded, he didn't record everybody's, but he did record some that he thought, like, stood out. Okay, and then do you know how how like the new how the news got a hold of it? Did he submit it? Um, so he submitted it to the school Facebook page, and then it started getting a, a lot of views. And I think twelve news, NBC, 
asked the school district if they could post it. But I don't know how they got a hold of it. <laughs> yeah. Were you... How did you think that... How did you think that your peers were going to respond to it? Um, I thought that they were... I knew that they were going to get emotional. Um, but I didn't expect... I didn't expect any change in their attitudes toward me, toward me, but surprisingly I did kind of see a attitude change. Like people that didn't even know me, they started like trying to involve me in their conversations, be like, Oh, Hey Olivia. And suddenly because they knew they felt comfortable around me because they knew that I felt the same way. Mm hmm. And I, I never expected that to happen. I think that's amazing because you actually did spark some change in people, which is what we're all trying to get. And that's so hard to achieve. Um, what did you think? How did you think that your teacher was going to respond or like adults? Um, I honestly didn't think any. Well, I knew that some adults would view it on Facebook, but I never imagined millions of adults viewing it on Facebook and reaching out to my mom to talk about it. And um, I had no idea that it was going to get this um, much this much attention. Well, it's really brave what you did. I'm curious, are you, in general, a very courageous young woman? Or, like, what, what inspired you to just, like, go for this? Um, I think it took a lot of praying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm normally not a very brave person. I have a lot of anxiety. I am, I'll just have random, sorry, uh, I just, I'll just have random anxiety attacks in the mornings. Like sometimes my stomach will feel like it's in a blender mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to go to school cause I'm so terrified, but, um, I'm sorry, what was the question again? So, yeah, so I mean, I I totally understand that I had the same experience I have. I have an anxiety disorder, and I remember in middle school and high school, every morning I would have an anxiety attack, and I would cry, and I would dread going to school. So you're not alone. Um, But I'm just wondering, so feeling like that, like, why, what gave you the courage now? Like, why now were you willing to speak out about this and kind of put yourself out there? I, I, um, I wanted to see people's reaction to it. I, um, I, I just felt like I was, I was so done feeling these emotions and being so self-conscious about it. I just wanted to let it go. Like, yeah, I I didn't want to hold in all these, all this anxiety and, fear of what other people think about me or think about my beliefs or my thoughts. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, So were you nervous before you gave it or did you feel pretty confident by the time you were about to give this, the, the monologue? My teacher approached me that day and I had known that he wanted me to present for his honors classes, but he also, that day, he said he wanted me to present for all of his classes. 
Um, so I got many opportunities to practice my monologue before he videotaped it. He videotaped it in my writing class, which was the last writing class of the day. <laughs> wow. So you gave it to like multiple classes. Yep. Did anyone else do that? Or is that just you? Uh, there was there was another group that did. Well, too. What was that one about? It was about, um, I think it was about plagiarism. And it was called Copycats. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, do you, are you, do you write like in your free time? What do you like to do? I really enjoy, um, acting and singing. singing. I am a very big theater geek. <laughs> um, I love maybe. that. So that must've helped you memorize. Y- yeah. Have yes. you, have you been in pl- in like plays before and musicals? Yes, um, I've been in Queen Creek Performing Arts Center's production of My Son Pinocchio, Jungle Book, and currently I'm in Shrek the Musical. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. What are you playing? Currently I am playing Mary Mary Quite Contrary um, as, a, as a news anchor. <laughs> I love that. That's so exciting. Um, okay, so that makes more sense. I was just... As I watched your video, I just couldn't even believe that you memorized that whole thing and performed it so well. But it makes more sense knowing that you have kind of a theater background and like that's what you love. Um, do you, is that what you want to do when you get older? Definitely. I, 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 I love doing it and it makes me happy. And it takes all of that anxiety that I feel from school, it takes it away. It's almost like therapy for me yeah Um, going to rehearsals it just it's the sunshine of the day the best part of the day during this weekdays and it's what what I want to do when I get older do you want to do like acting or singing or musicals do you know what exactly I want to become a Broadway singer um I, I just love watching musicals and plays and yeah, I, that's, that's my passion. I love that. What's your favorite musical? Les Mis. Oh my gosh. Excellent choice. <laughs> Do you like the movie? Yes. With Hugh Jackman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Pretty long, but it's good. Yes. <laughs> um, so I want to ask you about school a little bit. I mean, I just graduated from college, and I'm wondering what, I mean, what's it like in middle school right now? Is there a lot of bullying going on? Um, I, I, I bet there's bullying going on, but most of it is just, it's like a pecking order. It's absolutely ridiculous. The girls, some of the girls, not all of them, some of them are very, very kind and generous girls, but mo- most of the girls, they just tear at each other with comments and cussing and rude remarks. And social media is um, a big factor of that. It, it, it's a cool thing, but it's kind of showing girls that they have to have perfect selfies and 
perfect faces and they gotta be texting all the time and talking to someone. Um, the boys, ugh, sorry. <laughs> uh, boys, um, I, I'm not a boy, so I don't know what it's like for them, but I do know that there's definitely some respect issues going on in middle schools all around the world. Uh, even with the girls, respect is just a, one of the most important qualities a person can have, but it's not something, it's kind of scarce in middle school. What kinds of things are the boys doing? Um, talking back to teachers. Um, I've heard of them watching inappropriate things of girls at my middle school. Um, Do they tease the girls? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember that happening when I was in middle school, too. Um, And, like, when when did you feel like all this kind of started? How old were you? I think that respect started becoming scarce. Well, problems started occurring in fifth grade or so. Fifth grade was when it started to change. Interesting. And do you no- did you notice a difference between your old school and your new school? Definitely. How so? I love the people at my old school, but I was getting teased and it it was terrible. Um what was, were they teasing you about? I strive to be a straight-A student. I always have my homework done, and I I always put quality. Quality is one of the my biggest priority. Um, I always try to do my best, but that's not considered cool in middle school. So I've been told I have I have a big head, that I'm like a brainiac, geek, nerd, know-it-all, all all these things and it's it was pretty bad mm-hmm. but is it is it better at your new school well I still get picked on but um the fresh start well not a fresh start but it it got better with this experience even some of the kids that were teasing me I think since they saw what I go through what I went through go through every day they started to respect me a little more Mm -hmm. I well yeah just so you know you're totally honestly same thing happened to me I was a straight A student my whole life and I got picked on for it my whole life and it's not something that you should ever be ashamed of and you should never dumb yourself down for it I think it's amazing that you get straight A's and that's gonna serve you well as you get older you're a hard worker um but what about things that you see other people getting teased for um in middle school there starts to be like cliques forming there um people with different hobbies and interests i've seen some boys that aren't into sports they that's just not their thing they get picked on a lot by the other boys like that they're weak and 
that they get they just get ruthlessly teased and um I I've heard girls being called these ridiculous names and it's just disgusting to see what these boys are calling these girls. It it it's disgusting. That's all I have. Did did teachers ever intervene? I don't I think that in middle school um the students don't always like to tell the teachers because that kind of makes them look weak in the sight of their peers. But um, if the teachers know about it, I don't think there's much they can do. But um, Do you really think that, though, there's not much they can do? Or do they just not want to do anything because they don't know how, what to do? I think that the teachers do as much as they can. They, like, they try to talk to the students. They try to... Um, yeah, they try to talk to, talk to these students, but um, it these students don't always listen to them, and I think that's kind of why it's hard for the teachers to be able to do anything because these students just don't listen to them. Do when when like when you're saying the boys will talk back to the teachers, do they get in trouble for that? Yes, they do get in trouble that for that, but. If they just continue doing it like they they don't care that they're getting in trouble it, yeah why do you think that kids are doing this I think they're pressured into doing it um, by I mean, who maybe just the kids around them they they want to look tough and they want to look cool even though it's not cool to be disrespectful they want to look like that and um i think that society puts a lot of pressure on boys and girls the girls need to look absolutely perfect and the boys have to be tough they have to be masculine they have to be athletes and stuff like that but that's not true um i just think Society has these huge expectations on girls and boys that they have to be absolutely perfect, but nobody is perfect. Yeah. That's, that's just a fact. Where do you see those expectations coming from? Like walking down the grocery aisle, checking out your food, you see these magazines with, oh, this new trick to lose 35 pounds and um, this, per- this famous celebrity just went to jail and like, all this drama, like, mm-hmm. that that we have to lose weight, we have to become, like, these perfect athletes, we have to get, we have to get plastic surgery or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But. I'm curious what kind of media people your age are consuming. Like, what shows are people watching and, like, what who are, like, what kind of, um, like, I don't know, actresses or, like, people on social media do people your age follow? Like, I, like, I don't even know who is popular. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's popular or what, what's popular for people your age? Um, I know that Snapchat, Instagram, and Musical.ly, I think, are popular. Um, that the, most of the time I have, I see posts about people sneaking their phones and 
in class and taking selfies. Uh, I know that a lot. Of, there's a lot of talk about the um, Cash Me Outside girl, mm-hmm. um, the Kardashians. Um, yeah, I hear a lot about those people, and since we're in Arizona, they talk a lot about the ASU football players or the these other celebrities that are, like, athletes and stuff. Do you think people do more comparing to each other or to, like, these celebrities or things they see on social media and magazines? I think it's a mixture of both, but in school... Just walking down the hallway, you look at the other, you look at the other boys, or you look at the other gir- girls, and just compare yourself to, you just compare yourself to others. But when you're on social media, it's more of this celebrities. Um, yeah. So what's like? Do people? Do people? What kind of platform do you guys use mostly? Do you use Facebook or Instagram more? Um. I personally use Instagram, but I do know that Snapchat is, like, the number one in middle school. The number one social media site. What are they doing on Snapchat? Like, just taking pictures of themselves? Yeah. And people just look at them? Like, they just add them to their story. Is it the stories or, like, just snapping back and forth with friends? Yeah, I think it's called a streak or something. I'm not very cool, so I'm not up with the... (laughs) I don't know about this stuff very much, but, um, yeah, I just think it's a lot of selfies and streaks, and sometimes they'll use that site for inappropriate things, but I I, I don't know. I I think the social media can can be used for good, but it can also be used for bad. You mean, like, inappropriate things like, like between boys and girls? Yeah. When, and okay, so you're going into eighth grade. Did that kind of stuff start in the fifth grade? No, definitely not. I think it started mostly this year in seventh grade. In seventh grade? This is when I was introduced to it, but I know it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Are there certain groups at school that are like kind of worse than others with it, like with this kind of stuff? Like yeah. ki- kids that you know are doing it? Yeah. What kind of kids, like, are those, like, the athletes, or is it, like, a certain type of person? I think it's mostly the popular kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think anyone re- can really, and really does it. Anyone can do it, but um, do now you, that... Yeah. What were you going to say? Um, that, that was it. Is there, like, a clear differentiation between who's popular and who people think is not popular? I've been told that girls with morals and with standards and who do the right thing are the ones that are seen as the unpopular ones, the ones that get called these really bad names, and that the ones that just don't care and... Those are the popular kids, but that's not always the case. Sometimes the good people are the popular kids, but it it it's different for every school. But um, mm-hmm. I know that, yeah. That breaks my heart. 
Well, I'll tell you right now, when you get older, that's not like that. Um, who told you that? Um, well, I've just had comments throughout the seventh grade school year like that. Like, mm-hmm. that the girls with morals and standards are the ones that get called the B word or something like that. Um, which literally doesn't even make sense. Like, it's the people who are the B word who are, <laughs> who are the ones without the morals and standards. You know? That's the definition, basically. So, that's so sad to me. And do people... Well, okay. And you, do you think that social media is the like biggest factor in this? Um, I think it's, I think it's just disrespect. Disrespect is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, this kids try to tear other people down just so they feel better about themselves. And it's just kind of like a snowball effect because someone, something someone else says causes you to say something to someone else and it just gets worse. Do, do people ever talk to each other about this issue? I don't think they talk about it much. Um, I uh, I know a girl will co- make a comment like, oh, I'm so ugly and I'm so fat. But then it just kind of ends because people my age don't really want to express their feelings about that kind of stuff. They feel a little awkward and a little... Um, they feel weird talking about it and embarrassed yeah do people do you ever see people getting teased and then some somebody stands up for them do people ever stand up for each other um i i don't i can't recall the last time i saw someone get stand up for someone um i've tried to stand up for a few people but that only that resulted in me getting picked on too Do you feel? Well, it's amazing. First of all, that you try and stand up for people. Like, thank you for doing that. Um, Do you feel like it's worse coming from like girls or coming from boys? Like, is one worse than the other? I don't think. I think that both can be pretty cruel. Uh huh. Is one Uh, harder to deal with for you? For me, it's kind of, I get very self-conscious around boys Mm -hmm. because I'm scared that everyone is always, they're all staring at me and that something's wrong with me. Or sometimes I'll get self-conscious around the girls, like, is is something wrong with me? Is my outfit not, not matching? Something like that. But, I mean, I'm not necessarily bullied, but I do get teased. And a majority of it is by the boys. Mm-hmm. I know but when I, yeah, I know when I was in middle school, for me, I felt like the, it was the boys that it was really bad from. And the thing is, even the popular kids feel bullied, too. So it's like no one feels safe, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what's sad, and it's not okay. And... 
do you like I'm curious do you think that there's a way to change this I think I think that there's a way to change it but I don't think it's gonna get better I mean I mean people can change but the whole world isn't gonna immediately change because of it I think that if we just all learn to be kind to one another and to say and to only speak nice things, then it will change. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if it's ever going to, on a worldwide scale, ever going to cease to, like, bullying is ever going to cease. But Yeah. But I, yeah. I, well, I'm wondering, like, do you think that there's anything that your peers would be receptive to to help them understand more and to stop like the inappropriate like the lack of respect to start learning to be more respectful to each other do you think there's anything that other people could do to try and help with that um i think that from this monologue i i i saw people almost in tears and people coming up to me and feeling that saying that they feel the exact same way and I mean, I've been to school assemblies where they talk about bullying, but it's coming from the, um, how do I phrase this? I'm sorry. Um, I just think that if kids saw that their peers appreciate them and loved them, then they would feel better and the whole situation would kind of disappear. Like if, if they knew that the people around them loved them, and they were told that more, then I think that things would be better. Yeah. So I guess I'm just trying to figure out how can we get the peers to do that, you know? Like, I'm curious, what happens at the school assemblies about bullying? Well, normally the teachers or the principal will give a lecture and sometimes turn on video about it. Um... That's not very convincing to anybody, is it? <laughs> I think it, it helps on a small scale, but I just I don't think these kids some of these kids just, just won't listen. Yeah. Do you think that they would respond better to somebody who is closer to their age? Like what if high school kids or college kids were talking to you guys? I think that they would probably listen more. You think so? If they saw that their peers or close peers felt the same way, I think that they would be more receptive. Do you think that, oh, well, I know you don't know the answer to this, but do you feel like this is something that's happening in like pretty much, for pretty much all middle schoolers? Or do you think it, it might be like worse in some areas than others? I think it's something that teenagers face and high school or middle school in college across the globe. I think it's something that many people struggle with and I don't think there's a school that anyone could name that doesn't have this problem. Yeah. That's so, I mean, it's really sad, but that's why it's so important that you were talking about it and you're actually making a change. I'm curious, did any, were there any, like, quote, popular kids or somebody who really surprised you who reached out to you actually yeah um 
I I mentioned that I um I performed this monologue for all of my teachers' classes, and by the time it was my writing class, they had heard about it and from their other friends, and they were excited to hear it. So I had this one popular boy who I had been teased, who had teased me and giving me giving me a hard time. It was like do Olivia's poem. I want to hear Olivia's monologue. Come on. And they were started rooting. And I was like, when, when did this happen? Like, yeah, it was really interesting. That's amazing. How did that make you feel? It made me feel very proud of myself. Um, uh, I was, I was just very proud of myself that I was, confident enough to do this and that I was proud that I was able to produce a piece of work that people liked and they connected with and yeah well and you know what that means right he knew what it was going to be about and he wanted you to give it because he feels the same way you know yeah like you have the courage to express something that these other kids don't have the courage to express, but they feel the same way, even when they're the ones who are doing the teasing. And that's really remarkable. Did did he say anything to you after, or did anybody else say anything to you afterwards? Um, I I had those strangers come up to me and say that they felt the same way, but um, yeah. Did you have you made any good any like new friends because of it? Like good friends? Yeah. I'd say I have. That's so cool. Oh, my God. You must be excited. <laughs> yes, yes. Did any of your, did anybody from your old school um, well, see the video and, like, reach out and say anything? Um, my best friend, um, her mom saw it, and uh, I, she said she, that she liked it, and, um, but I have had... My mom is a lunch aide at my um, old school, and she's had kids come up to me and say that I did a good job on my monologue. That's great. Do you, I mean, it's amazing. I love how you have such a good relationship with your mom, and I think that's so important. And your mom's amazing for being so supportive and, like, you know, really being there for you. She seems like she's a great role model for you. Do you feel like other kids, like... How are other parents responding to this, you know? I've had um, parents message my mom on Facebook that they were going to sit down with their kids and talk about self-worth and comparing yourself to other people that night at the dinner table or that they were that they wish that they had told their kids this when they were younger or some, something like that. And it's just, it's been, and some parents have said that they I my monologue made them cry um it was just that's amazing well because I think that personally I don't know if you agree I think that parents also play a big role in it because I think some parents don't really sometimes parents don't say anything even if they know that their child might be teasing each some like other kids um and I think it's important, you know, for parents to say things, too, if their kids are, I mean, I think that that's kind of 
when you're talking about, you know, boys who are talking back to teachers, sometimes they do that because they can get away with that at home, you know? And so that's pretty powerful that what you said other parents could see and maybe you're not just only helping other kids realizing like realize how they're communicating with each other. You're also helping parents see how important it is for them to help as well. Because I don't think it's just I don't think there's any one person to blame for this issue. I think it's everybody, you know. Yes, definitely. You know, it's all of us. It's all of society. It's how peers relate to each other. It's parents, it's teachers, it's friends, you know? Um, I think so, at least. I'm curious, what do you think... Is there, like, one sort of aspect that you feel there's the most pressure from? Like, is it the way people look? Is it being popular with friends? Is it, you know, how you're doing at school? Is it you know, having a boyfriend or girlfriend, is it, you know, like, is there one thing that's kind of, like, the big deal right now that people feel a lot of pressure to be, quote, perfect, even though we know that's not real? I know from personal experience um, that I I think that most middle schoolers just want people to like them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that some girls just really want boys to like them boys really want to have a gang or a group of friends to hang out with and people they just want to be socially accepted um and yeah and what do people think is going to make them socially accepted even if it's not true like what do people think i think that the middle schoolers believe that if you look better that you will you will they then you're more you should be more popular it's not true because it's just not true there are good people that aren't models but i think that society kind of infers that you have to be um physically perfect to be accepted yeah what yeah what kind of things are people doing to look better like what do they think looks better um i think wearing lots of makeup maybe like getting their nails done every weekend and i'm not saying these are bad things but um yeah maybe like wearing nice clothes, getting their hair done, um, which, which are all things that can't, they're not bad, but they, people just think that if they have these things, then they'll be better, but it's not true. Yeah. Do do people, do people your age drink and do drugs? I know there are kids that do that at my age, but I haven't really seen any that do that at my age. Okay, so that's not I, like a that's not like a a big issue for your school. Well, I've heard about incidents like that at my school, but I I've never seen it before. So, I mean, what makes you like somebody? What makes you admire someone or want to be friends with someone? I 
I, what makes me admire someone is probably their personality, not their personality, but their, their kind, their loving, their generous, they, um, they put others before themselves, um, um, they, yeah, that's, that's what I look for in, those are important things. Um, do you... Are you nervous about high school at all? Definitely. <laughs> what, what about it What about it? are you nervous for? Well, I, I just kind of assumed that if the drama is already this bad in middle school, that it's only going to escalate in high school. <laughs> do you go to the same high school as this, all the same people at... Like, are, does everybody from middle school go to the same high school? I think so, yeah. Everybody at my middle school is going to go to a certain high school. Plus other people, right? Plus other middle schools? Yeah, my old school. So you're worried that, um, like, basically that the drama is just going to get worse? Yeah, and it, it probably will. <laughs> but you're well-equipped. Well, the, the point, the reason I wanted to bring you on here and I want to open up this conversation and why it's so important that you're talking about it is because we don't want it to get worse in high school. Like just because it, you know, we think it might like, I, like I want to stop that cycle. Don't you? I, yeah, I wish I, I w- yeah, I really want to. Yeah. Like I don't want people to go to high school being afraid, you know? Um, if it makes you feel any better for me, the drama was, less in high school because it was such a bigger school everybody was like kind of doing their own thing more oh so it, okay. yeah okay. so that was my experience like no matter you know there's always going to be drama but I mean for me I think it was just because I think in middle school it's really hard because it's see smaller you know there's everybody knows each other and everybody kind of sees everything and people only have kind of one group of kids to focus on. Where in high school, it's just like so big and there's so much going on. People don't really have the time to kind of, you know, no one cares what other people are doing. Um, so if that makes you feel any better. Yeah, that, that definitely makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, good. <laughs> I hope so. I just... I don't want, you know, I don't want you to be scared for high school. Do you, does, do you feel like movies and TV, does that play into how you think about high school? Yeah, <laughs> like the, yeah, definitely like movies and social media and yeah, basically all technology. Like what about it? Can you tell me more about that? Just possibly even the news stories about like school shootings or this this high schooler was doing something bad or this high schooler went missing or crazy stuff like that yeah like, like just just the stories that you hear on t- social media or the news or tv so are you more scared for like drama or are you scared for like this like this serious like I mean when you're saying like the school shootings and people going missing like what what's what stresses you out more 
I I think that the serious stuff scares me more, but the the high school drama does does make me scared too. Yeah, I think the media paints the high school out to be a very scary place, so I don't blame you. I'm curious, like, who are the kinds of people that kids your age look up to? Um, probably athletes and the um, football player of the year. I, I don't know. I don't watch sports either. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I'm, I'm not cool like that. Well, <laughs> you are cool. I'm just saying that I, I, I don't watch those things. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch them either. Um, what about the girls? I think they look up to... Um, I think they just see the girls on, like, social media that are doing makeup or that are on reality TV that are popular and they try to replicate or copy their style or their designs or stuff like that. Is there anyone that you look up to? Emma Watson. I love that. She is my role model, too. I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's seriously amazing. Have you seen Beauty and the Beast? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Oh, it was it was so good, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I love her. Um what? Okay, I have a few last questions for you. I'm curious, what advice would you give to your younger self? That you don't have to be perfect. That you don't have to constantly stress about trying to be the best and being stressed. You don't have to stress about people having everyone like you because you just don't have to. It's going to make you sick for the rest of your life and it won't make you happy. The only thing that will bring you happiness is if you learn to love yourself the way you are. I love that. And do you have siblings? Yep, I have three younger brothers. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope you can tell them that so that they know. Do you think that it's, do you think that it's different for boys? Um, I think that, I think that boys feel the same way, like self-conscious and wanting people to like them. But I think that they handle it differently. I think that they try not to express that as much because they're supposed to be bold. They, the cool, what society is pressuring them into, society infers that boys have to be tough and masculine and athletic, and that they they can't really express their emotions or, mm-hmm. or feelings. But I think that a boy that expresses their feelings and like maybe cries in a Pixar movie, the, that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Do you think that girls feel more pressure, though? Definitely. Well, I, I think that they do. Um, I think society puts more pressure on girls. Is there any advice that you would want to receive from your older self? Um, I would want to know if it'll ever get better. <laughs> um Mm-hmm. Will ever stop being so anxious and 
scared of what people think about me and if if I'll be persecuted for making moral and good decisions but even though even though if even if I am persecuted for doing making good decisions I strive to still make the good decisions and yeah. Well, yeah. do you want do you want my answer? Yes. <laughs> I'm not you, but um I think that right now the way the world is, people are always there's always going to be somebody who has something negative to say, and unfortunately, people a lot of people don't grow out of it, but you realize that the world is bigger and you meet so many people who are good people and nice people that it starts to not matter anymore and you get to choose who you surround yourself with and you can choose to surround yourself with positive, loving people who don't persecute you. And in the end, those people who are the bullies, they, be, they, they don't go very far in the end. And the qualities that you have, like your bravery and the way you're so loving and compassionate and kind and open... That's going to serve you really well and your smarts beside like that too. Like you're going to go really far and in the end that's going to serve you and people are going to recognize that. And as you get older and you surround yourself with, you know, good people, like you're going to receive the love that you give in return. So even though there is, there are always going to be people who are negative, that's not going to be you know, constantly surrounding you because you will get to, you know, not have those people in your life. If that makes sense. So it gets better is my answer. Okay, good. <laughs> I hope that makes you feel better. Yeah, that makes me feel feel a lot better because that's something that I constantly worry about. Mm-hmm. So thank, thank you. I wish that... I wish that I had the amount of courage at your age that you have and I want to know what do you want to tell other people your age I think I want to tell the other people that are my age that they are loved that they are precious that they are beautiful or handsome whatever gender you are that they are deserving of respect and that they aren't good enough. That's amazing. You are wise beyond your years. Have you been told that before? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you really are. It's incredible. I really admire you. Um, thank you so much for like letting me talk to you and for opening up. It's I know it's not always easy, so it means a lot to me that you're willing to talk with me. Thank you so much for interviewing me. Yeah. Thank you for like preparing for this and reaching out. I just just thank you and for yeah, your wonderful- no. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you let me. I didn't know when I reached out to your mom. I didn't know if you know if she would if that would be okay or what. But I thought it would be worth it to try. Um, is there anything that I can do for you? Um, I think that your advice has, has really helped me and it's, 
it's perfect. It's exactly what I needed to hear. I just like want to, is there anything that, I mean, you think I can do to try and help and help with this issue in general? Like I want, I don't want kids your age to feel like this anymore. I felt like that too. And like, I'm trying to figure out what I can do as a person to like help make a change. And I'm just wondering if like, there's anything you think that I could do. I think that the thing you can do and that you already do is just continue to be a wonderful and kind person to those around you and smile and wave at people. I bet you already do. I I can tell you're a wonderful person. Like I, I look up to you. I just think that if people just smile at each other and are nice to each other then that'll be a significant impact on the the bullying problems and the self image problems and yeah yeah Yeah. well thank you you're so sweet okay well I'm gonna keep doing that then (laughs) honestly I'm just in awe of you I like that that poem was so amazing or your monologue it's poetry to me. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry that you feel all that pressure and that people are so unkind. It's, it's, it's okay. There, there are really nice people in the world and there, there, that are That's just going to something I'm going to have to face every day. But there are wonderful and amazing people like you out in the world and I, I, I'm good. I hope that I, I surround myself with those people every day. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's also so amazing that you have such a good relationship with your mom and make sure that you, you know, hold that close and precious and keep that relationship because she just sounds amazing. Um, and you're really lucky to have that because not everybody has that. I love my mom. Yeah, she seems amazing. Well, thank you so much. I know I kept you a long time. You know, it's probably close to dinner for you if you haven't already eaten dinner. Um, So I'm going to let you go, okay? Okay. Thank you again. Have a good night, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. How incredible is that young woman? She is so inspiring, and that conversation has made me think so much about this issue and it's just something that I'm so passionate about and I'm just trying to rack my brain and figure out what we can do to change this because listening to her talk, I mean, I think a lot of the things that she was saying we know goes on and we hear about it, but there's something different about hearing it from somebody themselves like for me, it's different. I was talking about oh, bullying in middle school, but then talking to her right then, hearing it from somebody who is in seventh grade right now dealing with this just took me right back to that place in middle school when I was struggling with bullying and feeling I felt so depressed and anxious and there was just so much drama and teasing and what was going on was not okay and I just remember feeling like I just have to get through to the next day and 
Part of me wants to do another podcast where I just kind of talk about everything that went on in my middle school experience. I don't know what I can do to help. I'm thinking about, I don't know. I want to like go into middle schools and high schools and talk to kids and let them know that that's no way to treat other people because it really isn't. And we have to start somewhere. And I think that we have to take responsibility as everybody needs to take responsibility. I need to take responsibility. Adults need to take responsibility. Parents, friends, siblings, instead of just saying, oh, that's just the way middle school is. It doesn't have to be that way, you know, and because these issues continue on forever, really. I mean, people are still behaving this way when you're my age and I know when you're older, you know, 50 year old people who are still having high school drama go on and I just we have to stop the cycle somewhere. If you have any ideas, thoughts, comments, please send me a message, email me at actuallyadultish at gmail.com or just message me, join the Facebook group and let me know what you thought about this episode. What did this bring up for you? I think so many of us can relate to this and I'm also going to bring somebody on the podcast who's in high school because I want to talk about the high school perspective as well because I just don't want to stop this conversation. I want to keep it going And I want people to realize that it doesn't have to be this way and that we can treat people kindly. And and I want to find ways to get middle schoolers and high schoolers to listen to podcasts more and listen to things like this. And just to get away from the media that they are consuming that isn't really serving them and is maybe influencing them to behave in ways that they might regret later on. So if you have any ideas for how I can get some positive talk into the hands of middle schoolers, high schoolers, anyone really, everybody, let me know. I really appreciate you guys listening to this. Please, please, please share this if you enjoyed it. Please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. But really sharing it, talking about it, telling people about it is the best way to get the word out and just I really want to grow the community. So I really enjoyed this one. I'm really grateful that Olivia let me talk to her. And I hope you guys liked it too. I will talk to you again next week. Bye.